birds. Yeah. Go! I'm hearing them gawing outside. I think they heard us gawing and then yeah, now they're, they're just trying to match. I sent you that TikTok so you can watch it's it. Call later. in response. Um, so I don't know how much we have to talk about anymore because we just spent, we were going to cover this topic on our last recording, but then we wouldn't shut the fuck up. And at that point, it, the whole episode just got away from us and it ended up being like 30 minutes and we still hadn't gotten to the topic that we were trying to cover. So we decided we were just going to make it a Patreon episode. <laughs> so you're welcome patreons you get a yeah. whole episode of absolutely nothing yeah i mean it wasn't it's nothing. the never-ending intro it was just yeah it was just a lot of um fun stuff that we had to talk about we, haven't, we don't up. get to see each other a whole lot and then the last couple of times that we have recorded we've gone we have a time crunch so we get in here and we're straight into recording and then, I have to and, go home. And then we gotta go you know like we have shit to do i got places to sleep at yeah <laughs> so we don't actually get to like talk as friends because we're trying to deliver the episodes so we started recording yeah. you're, what she's saying is, is you're cutting into our friendship time yeah you fuckers <laughs> so now you get to hear our friendship time you're ruining my life yeah but so. you have to pay for that <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay for our friendship but a friendship with each other not with you well you honestly if you pay the right price i will be your friend in real life two hundred dollars Two hundred dollars. Oh, you'll have to listen to the Patreon episode to know what that number is significant for. Oh my lord! I forgot we talked about that again. Um, yeah, Patreon. It's five dollars a month. Search for <laughs> Death by Podcast Team, and you get two extra bonus episodes per month. Um, that one was very insightful. You learn a lot of deep dark things about us that you probably didn't want to know or maybe you did because maybe you're a creep in which case sign up for our patreon also Uh, if you like mouth noises there's an episode up there of mouth noises cassie's about to yawn too she's like (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) uh yeah so we were going to talk about machine gun kelly because we're doing our kelly series (laughs) so our kelly machine gun kelly next week is kelly clarkson yeah if we decide to continue on that track um did you get the link from the thing that I put? He's up? been having it. I've uh, been had the people article, right? Yes. Yep. So recently, I guess this came from a documentary, or we'll learn or whatever. But Machine Gun Kelly came up for attempting suicide while on the phone with Megan Fox, his fiance at this point, or have they officially been married yet? I don't no, know. They took like a weird blood oath. I have no fucking clue. I'm sure this article will tell us. Jake's gonna read. It. Well. Who it's are the third we? Third time in a goddamn row. <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing here? Tell us, Jake. Go ahead. All right. I give you permission. Okay. I dub thee the introducer of the show. The introductor. You're About still time. talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I give him a second, and then he doesn't say anything, so I say a little bit more. I have to process things, and it's very slow. Ah, you should. So consider that's why there's a, all the awkward pauses <laughs> that I do. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Have you updated your software? Not in like thirty years. He's so old. Yeah. Who are we? It's been a minute. Uh, what are we doing here? Cassie's over it. Tell mm-hmm. us. Oh, she's getting pissed. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Death by Music Podcast. I am Jake, and I'm here with Cassie and Alice. <laughs> yeah, your hosts. And today we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly. His power was running low. Oh, yeah. we got to kick him a little bit. Like we, we were going to kick beer. you. Oh, don't kick me. More beer. <laughs> Woo. Uh, right, Machine Gun Kelly. This article's from People Dat Cam by Daniela Avila, and Jake will read it, starting with the word. Uh, Machine. 
All right. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is opening up about his struggles with mental health. Uh, in his new Hulu documentary, Life in Pink, which premiered Monday, the paper cuts singer... Oh, God damn it, I hate when writers do that. Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> gives fans an intimate inside look into his life. Uh, about halfway through the film, the star, born Colson Baker, who's engaged to... Oh, just engaged. They didn't get married. Uh, to actress Megan Fox, opens up about falling into darkness after the death of his father in 2020. Quote, I flew to my dad's apartment to clear all his stuff out. I had this really weird interaction with his neighbor who told me all these things I didn't want to hear. Hmm. He says in the film of his father who died on the one-year anniversary of his Hotel Diablo album release. Quote, that fucked me up even more because I couldn't get closure on it. I wouldn't leave my room, and I started getting really, really, really dark. He continued, Megan went to Bulgaria to shoot a movie, and I started getting this really weird paranoia. Like, I kept getting paranoid that someone was going to come and kill me. I would always sleep with a shotgun next to my bed. Wow. And, like, uh, one of the days I just fucking snapped. I called Megan. I was like, you aren't here for me. I'm in my room, and I'm, like, freaking out on her, and, dude, I put the shotgun in my mouth, and I'm yelling on the phone, and I'm like, the barrel's in my mouth. I go to cock the shotgun, and the bullet, as it comes back up, the shell just gets jammed. All right, so apparently he the the gun was in his mouth. He's on the phone with Megan. I guess he pulled the trigger, or well, he said it got jammed. So I'm assuming he tried to pull the trigger, and something happened, and it jammed the gun. Yeah, the gun jammed. He had it in his mouth while he's on the phone with her. The scary moment was a turning point for the musician, who says he realized afterwards there was something not right with how he was feeling. Uh, yeah. say. Mm. Fox, 36, and Baker's 12-year-old daughter, Cassie, uh, who, uh, who uh, oh also God. expressed their concern for him, he recalls. A perfect name for your child. Return the favor. It's Little Machine Gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We have a fine. name. <laughs> they simultaneously came at me with this, like, I want to, like, be able to see in your eyes. I don't want to, like, be... Oh, my God. <laughs> Just take uh, I don't want to like be talking to you through a veil anymore. <laughs> I want to see you as my father, and I want to see you as my husband-to-be, he says in the documentary. I was like, I need to kick the drugs for real this time. I was going to say, this behavior seems that of somebody who's on some shit. I don't know what that would be. Um, drugs are uh, even just... Even alcohol, Even alcohol, anything that's it, altering yeah. your perception. If you're in like a really fragile mental state like that mm-hmm. and you start taking stuff, then your perception is altered and then that's where the paranoia comes in. And I've definitely known people who've been fucked up and acting like this. And so, I mean, it's really fucking toxic, especially to the people that you're around, to be calling up your girlfriend and accusing her because she's working of not being there for you. Bro, you're not being there for yourself, so I'm glad that at least he was able to realize that, because that's like a really fucked up thing to do to somebody to try and kill yourself on the phone with your girlfriend who's across the country, not even the country, across the world, who can't do anything to help you, and you're fucked up and threatening to kill yourself, like... Right, because now every time she tries to go somewhere, she's going to think you're going to do it again. Right, especially if he's in a bad mood. If he's not 100% in a good mood, she's going to be concerned about ever leaving again. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if their relationship is actually like that, if he's trying to be controlling, or could that be a call for help? Like, Both. For, for somebody to do something like that, maybe they're saying, 
maybe it's obviously not consciously they're like hey i need help you know yeah sure cry for help if you are in that kind i mean it you don't could need to go be in a relationship ways. you don't need to be in a relationship if no. you're like that because you're not if you're not helping yourself you're not helping the other person either um you need to fix your shit and get it together before you can offer somebody what i mean it's just it, it, from what I have read about their relationship, it is extremely toxic. Yeah. And okay, like the engagement ring will physically injure her if she tries to take it off. It has these like sp- what? Jake's face. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Okay, are you so, serious? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's you finish reading this, and then I'll find something on the engagement ring. We it's can like, uh, rewind the play five minutes when I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the star has been open about his ups and downs over the past few years. In December 2020, he shared that he was seeking therapy for his struggles in an interview interview with Interview Magazine. <laughs> Great title. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's, it's, what do they do? Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Quote, currently my drug of choice is happiness and commitment to the art rather than commitment to vice and that I believed made the art. Uh, He said, at the time, I'm taking steps. I had my first therapy session last Thursday. That's the first time I ever went, hey, I need to separate these two people, which is Machine Gun Kelly and Colson Baker. The dichotomy is too intense for me. Hmm. In his Hulu documentary, he also reflects on the positive impact Fox has had on him. Uh, Quote again, Megan became like the sun to me, like that one that I revolve around and gives me life in like helps me grow he says it's like it's just like very fairy tale that they never told you in school that they never taught you like the prison between us what, is you're other not reading this passion. correctly <laughs> like the passion between funny. us yes the prison, prison. <laughs> like the passion between us is otherworldly i know i've known her uh, in so many other lifetimes god these dudes are fucking what's toxic. confusing though is you can't you can't rely that much on someone else to make you a better person. That's a lot of right. asking of your partner. A partnership or a relationship should be equal. Right. So yeah. if he's sucking all of this from her. Imagine how she's doing. Yeah. She's gonna her well's gonna run fucking dry. Yeah, just exactly. Constantly feeding him and helping him. That's why I said like you gotta work on your shit before you get in a relationship. Yeah. And if you are at if you're starting it out at a deficit, mm-hmm then she's just going to take everything she's got and pour it into him and then eventually she's going to have nothing left and it sounds it like his fucking bucket's got a hole in it so yeah. while she's pouring all this shit in and it's just coming right back out the other end and then she doesn't have anything left so she'll try to leave and then can't yeah it sounds super super ugh. so uh go ahead uh i was gonna say that that's that whole thing about you need to be happy with yourself yeah before you go hopping into something like right. that okay the couple who confirmed their relationship in uh, July 2020 after meeting on the set of uh, Midnight in the Switchgrass got engaged in January this year. 2022. Okay. You had to think about that one. Uh, and, well, no, I, I, I don't remember mm. what year this article is from. Recently. Never mind. I'll shut up now. Uh, okay. This year and uh, sealed the union by drinking each other's blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just now hearing about this? Uh, this yeah, is old he news. He does not pay attention Aww, to this stuff. Jake, no. this is old news. No, absolutely not. Uh, shortly after the pair got engaged, a source told people that the engagement wasn't a shock to those who know them. They had been talking about it for a while, the insider said. For those two, it's very much a love at first sight situation. Love at first sight is not real. No. 
That is uh, lust. Yep. Toxic relationships. They spend every waking second together. That, that is, is not healthy. Not good. Yeah. You need boundaries and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly also recently opened up to People magazine about the pair's relationship and revealed their last romantic moment took place overseas. We slow danced to Frank Sinatra in Italy, he said, but the last was probably sitting at a table and drawing each other the way we see each other. It was just spontaneous. <laughs> sounds so gross. Um, okay, so <laughs> I have a couple of things. So uh, back to the ring... This is by Elena Fishman on page six. Machine Gun Kelly sure got creative when designing Megan Fox's engagement ring. The Rocker 31 popped the question last Tuesday with a symbolic two-stone sparkler featuring both of their birthstones and a little added insurance that the actress 35 stays committed. The bands are actually thorns, so if she tries to take it off, it hurts, Machine Gun Kelly told Vogue, adding, love is pain. No, it ain't, bitch. Uh, the bloody Valentine singer also expanded his vision for expanded on his vision for the ring, which he created with jeweler Stephen Webster. It's a thoroughbred Colombian emerald with no treatment. It was just carved into the teardrop straight out of the mine, and the diamond was directly from Stephen. The concept is that the ring can come apart to make two rings. When it's together, it's held in place by a magnet. So you see how it snaps together, and then it forms an obscure heart. In an interview with Vogue last week, Webster said of MGK, he wanted something that was completely original and meaningful to both Megan and himself. He fed me lots of material in an almost lyrical form. Uh, the jeweler also said the rock star provided him with possibly the most romantic story I've had to work with. The double pair cut gems are a fitting choice for the twin flames who have been inseparable since 2020 and have graced many a red carpet together in coordinating outfits. And Fox's ring puts her in good company jackie jackie kennedy emily radikowski and ariana grande are among the other famous names who have worn two stone engagement rings blah 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 blah, blah. okay okay so <laughs> it physically hurts her to take it off that's fucked up if my partner gave me something as a gift that i had to wear that would hurt me I would dump his ass. I would never have That's put it on so, the That's so, like, just the premise of that is fucking... Also to say love is pain is... You're basically telling cliche. her she's got to suck it up. That's... And that when... Again, if you have a solid and healthy relationship, it's nobody's going to do a certain thing to purposely hurt the other person. Right, but it's basically putting this blanket over it and saying, like, oh, are you suffering right now because you're in a relationship with me? Well, suck it is. up. Love is pain. It's just a big excuse. Yeah. Is really not great. Um, okay, so this is a, a recent story about Machine Gun Kelly as a follow-up to the last one where he, you know, said he was going to kill himself on the phone. Um, and this just happened, like, yesterday as we're okay. recording this. Machine Gun Kelly smashed a champagne glass against his head because he didn't have a fork to tap it with. Um so when Machine Gun Kelly smashed a champagne glass against his face after his Madison Square Garden performance Tuesday and proceeded to sing a karaoke rendition of one of his songs with blood streaming down his face, it all seemed very Machine Gun Kelly. You can take the boy out of Hot Topic, but you can't take the Hot Topic out of the boy. Uh, what is truly inexplicable, however, is the explanation MGK offered for the incident during a Wednesday appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Instead of offering a reasonable answer as to why he smashed a glass on his face, maybe something like, 
I like attention and also blood play. MGK said that uh, he was attempting to do that wedding hall thing of tapping a glass with a utensil to quiet the crowd. He says, yeah, I didn't have a fork, so I just clinked it on my head. Hold Is that on a supposed second. to be funny? It's not funny. It's weird. Yes. So this picture that I'm looking at of him right now, he's wearing a lot of rings. Uh-huh. Could he right. not have just tapped, tapped the glass with that, his yeah. metal ring? Yeah. rings that I he's don't wearing? Think he's it's because that he wants bright. attention. He wanted to... S- he likes blood. They fucking... S- you just read that they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's for attention. Um, he is, He's like a 32-year-old child. Um, also, that the performance that he did at Madison Square Garden, um, he like ran off stage to go fight one of his sound guys, and he yelled into the microphone, I'm going to kill you, and ran off stage and was like yelling at someone in the pit and then came back and smashed a guitar that had confetti streamers coming out of it. So people were like, Pinata? is this a stunt? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Weird. Um, it was So odd. the writer of this said, I'd like to note that MGK was literally holding a microphone at the time, which, while not being a fork, <laughs> is definitely a little farther along the fork spectrum than a human head <laughs> and cannot feel pain. <laughs> but, and, but the author of this, by the way, is Gabrielle Bruni from Jezebel. She is not fucking amused. No. Uh, she says, blood is kind of a recurring theme for Kelly, especially within his relationship with Megan Fox. First, he revealed that he wears a vial of Fox's blood around his neck, Angelina and Billy Bob style. Then in an interview with Glamour UK, Fox revealed that they're fond of drinking a few drops of each other's blood for ritual purpose only. Glad to know that they're not some of those vulgar, casual blood drinkers. While some of their blood play stories are mere, more eye-roll worthy than shocking... Kelly did reveal a story in Machine Gun Kelly's Life in Pink, a new documentary about his life and career that was genuinely alarming. In it, he described threatening suicide in the aftermath of his father's death while on the phone with Fox. I called Megan, blah, blah, blah. You're not here for me. Um, right. right. This is the same quote that Jake was reading. Aside from being actively pretty fucking scary, that definitely sounds like the type of behavior linked with domestic abuse and coercive control. Yes, girl. And it tracks for <laughs> someone who designed Fox an engagement ring with thorns on the inside of it. So if she tries yeah. to take it off, it hurts. On a far less frightening note, MGK dropped another tidbit in his interview with Seth Meyers. He claimed that he was the first rapper to win the amateur night competition at Harlem's iconic Apollo Theater. I say claim because I personally refuse to believe it. At least Rolling Stone says he was the first white rapper to win back-to-back victories, which sounds slightly more reasonable. I forgot he used to rap. Yeah. It also sounds like his uh, stint there in in trying to get uh, mental health help didn't last very long. Nope. Um, I I don't know if it would work. He seems to be have some narcissistic tendencies and therapy doesn't work for narcissists necessarily so i didn't know that um i mean you have to be really self-aware and And you can't stop going yeah you have to want to change and you have to actively be going for the rest of your life or else it will never produce any results because you slip back into your ways and you don't care really how you're feeling or how your actions affect other people yeah it's about you and not them yeah so and I, I kind of feel bad for Megan. Like, dude, we, we everybody showed up for Britney Spears. Yeah. Are they going to show up for Megan Fox? Because I don't know that she's okay. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Up. Anyways, I need a palate cleanser. And by that, I mean dick. <laughs> so let's do a reading from the gay <laughs> sex book. <laughs> Never mind. You <laughs> reached under the table. Go I'm like, what the hell is going on? You have what something she down have? there. Yeah. It's the gay sex book. 
Oh no, did something spill on this? Fisting. Hmm. Inserting an entire hand into a partner's rectum. Also, also Half of these well, things are pe- like everybody could do it. It doesn't have to just be Whatever, it's the okay. gay sex book. Uh, also yeah, commonly so called for that specific reason it has to be in the rectum. Handballing. Yeah. <laughs> handballing. Exactly. That's what that's the other term for it. Those hearing about it for the first time weird express awe that fisting is even possible but the anus is more elastic than most people have ever had the occasion to experience you know i've seen some videos on the internet what Mm. okay (laughs) (laughs) what were you gonna say so babies could come out of butts you know, if they you might. put them in there, yes. If you put them in <laughs> no. your ass. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Not intentionally. Although few gay men have tried fisting, regular practitioners claim <laughs> that it provides a feeling of fullness and satisfaction they can't achieve any other way. Yeah, you can. You just got to not shit for like 17 <laughs> yeah. days. Trust me. Actually, when I was at Bonnaroo, <laughs> um, I for like four days could not shit and i don't know why it didn't make sense i was like am i nervous like what's my problem your uh intestines are like super processing all of the nutrients out of everything that you ate Hmm. i don't know it just took me it took (laughs) me a while prunes to bonnaroo with you i guess well oh i think i actually i did work through it at bonnaroo i was like i think it's because we don't have any coffee we were sleeping in a tent and i and i was like damn Maybe I do rely on coffee. I drink like five cups a day and we didn't have any coffee. And I was like, maybe now my body needs coffee to shit. Turtle head poking out. Yep. No turtle head. (laughs) Cassie's really angry at us. No, I'm tired. Oh, okay. I was going to say, she's been angry. She's been angry for the ending of the last three episodes (laughs) we've recorded. I'm tired. (laughs) We hit record and she's like, woo. And then we get to the end and she's like, shut the fuck (laughs) up. You're not funny. And (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm just tired. Okay. I gotta go. Well, in that case, rest in peace. I'm not gonna go to die. I'm gonna go to bed. Well, go sleep sweet Good dreams. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and to the rest of you, rest in peace. Later. Say goodbye. Oh, I said goodnight. Okay, that'll do. Ladies. Music by Demons, at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.